Welcome to 10 Minutes With, a series of short conversations with interesting people about what they've been reading and what they think you too might enjoy. Today I'm joined by Tamsin Muir, author of the hit of 2019, Gideon the Ninth. Hello, Tamsin. Hey, Jonathan. How you doing? I'm not bad. As we're just saying, <laughs> strange times in a year Weird that seems to have lasted 10. Yeah. No, it, it does feel like it's been a thousand years since January. And I always love leading off with the how are you? Because it's the most irritating question to ask because it's a bloody <laughs> pandemic. How the hell do you think I am? Well, at best sort of safe inside. Yeah, no, but I love how that question's changed. How are you doing? Not coughing. You know, thinking I've got symptoms every 10 minutes, getting real sick of, you know, family emails about how they're doing. On the other hand, I mean, you wrote a book, a whole series about that's based on everything being dead. So it kind I know. of links in. Well, I mean, that's the problem, because 20 years from now, people are going to kind of elide the times and be like, yes, absolutely, Terms Muir wrote this in response to the pandemic. And I'm like, no, thank you. It was 2017. <laughs> uh, we yes. had no idea. We thought pandemic was Ebola. Everything was good back then. Oh, the, those blissful years from 2017 to 2018 when nothing bad happened. And that funny idea we had that 2016 was a tough year. I know. Let's go back in time and punch ourselves, right? <laughs> Ah, oh, so are you are you finding that you're able to find time to read and to write and those kind of things, or are you just sort of thrown off by the time? I mean, don't tell my editor about finding time to write, but definitely finding time to read. Um, I am one of those people who finds it rough focusing, um, but reading is, you know, what I do. I mean, I am also somebody who's got about six books going on at any given time. Um, but I'm finding I can pick one up, I can read it, I can go somewhere else, at least briefly. Um, and that has been a boon in these troubled times. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, then, um, let's kick off. Tell me, so what are you reading now? And, you know, like, is it any good? Jonathan, do I have to list all of them or just pick no, the last one I was reading? You can, <laughs> you can name as many or as few as you like. Excellent. Okay, well, the one I picked up last is a book I'd actually swore I would never read. Um, I, well, I, I, it sounds way more exciting than it is. Um, it's a Georgette Heyer that, you know, she wrote in her early 20s, and afterwards she said she wished it had been burned. Um, so, <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to respect her wishes. I mm -hmm. wanted to be like, well, you know, Georgette, if you say it's bad, uh, you know, it probably is bad. And you know what? It's bad. It's Simon the Cold Heart. <laughs> But it's bad in such a delightful way. And again, I always find that Haya, you know, who is primarily known for being a romance novelist, I find her military war and medieval books um, inevitably more charming than her romances because she was just such a nerd for medieval history. <laughs> God, God, she loved those Tudors. She loved them more than anybody should ever or has ever loved them. Um, and Simon the Cold Heart um, is basically Hayer's fan fiction about Henry of Bolingbroke. Okay. Um, she's put in her wonderful own Gary Stu character, and he is fantastic. <laughs> you know, if you read Simon the Cold Heart as a piece of fan fiction, it just, you know, it's wild because she's got her hunky male, you know, original character called Simon, um, who is uh, the eponymous Cold Heart. And his main personality characteristics are being hunky and cold. <laughs> uh, not temperature-wise, that would have been more interesting. But unfortunately, because it's one of uh, Georgette's books where it's also a bit of a sausage fist, I think is the scientific term, um, <laughs> it's a case where it is accidentally very gay. 
um, there aren't any other women to sit around admiring how hunky her heroes are. So it's just a lot of quite fey young poets being like, oh, his calves. Oh, they're so taut. <laughs> and I mean, which, hey, I did not intend. So I'm just sitting here sniggering like a six-form boy. <laughs> well, that but, sounds interesting, fun in its, its own way. I mean, from the point of view of Haya being so involved in, uh, you know, the medieval period, such a big fan of Henry Bolingbroke. I mean, if you want to read Haya really going nuts, go and read her uh, unfinished book, the one uh, she wrote before she died, published posthumously, um, My Lord John, um, which is an actual historical retelling. Uh, but this one is fun because it's a schmaltz. It's dumb. <laughs> you know, she loves her hero. There's something wildly confident about it. It's not that the <laughs> prose is particularly bad. But, you know, she does not care. She just wants to write her hunky dude, you know, wandering <laughs> around being ineffable and manly. Oh, I think you just sold 100,000 copies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can come back from the dead and thank me any time. So if you're shut in, what would you recommend yeah. every, every, any, any, everybody else read? Would it be something challenging and interesting, something comforting, something... Oh, I haven't got time for challenging and interesting at the moment. Um, you know, comfort reads, I mean, you get all kinds of people. I'd say that if you want to go to a comfort read, now is the time. Um, and my comfort read personally, detective novels, because I love the fantasy of a world that can be solved. Um, you know, I recently read my first um, Seishi Yokomizo, The Honjin Murders, mm -hmm. and that's top. That's a really larger-than-life mystery. I'm sorry that it was my first Yokomizo because it's great. Um, I recently read Josephine Tay's Miss Pym Disposes, which is the absolute opposite of that scientific term, a sausage party, as can be done. <laughs> uh, that's a wonderful, wonderful murder mystery with an author as the narrator. So, again, if you are an author in these trying times, why not pretend you can solve a crime? Uh, you know, that's great. <laughs> also think that this is the time to get back into short fiction. Mm -hmm. um, I have been opening up, uh, you know, some of my anthologies that I always said I would and haven't because, uh, you know, speaking as a former teacher, it makes you feel real competent to, you know, finish something tiny. So, yeah. you know, if that's your one thing for the day, um, I'm getting back into uh, something that, you know, I have. It's such an absolute brick of the book. Um, it's beyond the Aquila Rift. And I just realized you edited that. So this sounds like a crypto yeah. Yeah. Um, advertisement for you, Jonathan. So again, you can slip me $5 after the podcast. Um, yeah, short fiction is very nice and comforting at this time because I think it performs the same office as detective fiction. You know, it's short. You can finish it. It's very self-contained. And you are probably going to feel slightly better at the end because mm. something is done. There's certainly something very satisfying about finishing a book. Yeah. Ooh, it, it feels really good, especially when you look at your unfinished books. I just read six just... detective novels in a row in like two weeks. Wow. In okay, one series, which I've not done Dang. in like forever. It's uh, Adrian McKinty, his Sean Duffy novels. Okay. I'm all, not familiar with They're them. set in Belfast during the Troubles right. in the early 1980s. Oh, and cool. they're great. They're funny okay. and they're smart and they're dark and they're great. Okay. Well, you just sold uh, a bunch of copies to me. So, you so know, that's Cold Cold that's Ground fine. is the first one. So I okay, strongly right, recommend it. Anyway, that's that's going on my list. So, okay. So <laughs> that's what you'd have people do. Tell me. And so do you have anything out in the world or coming into the world that you'd want to talk about? Um, well, I just released the very disappointing news that uh, the sequel to uh, my first novel, Getting the Ninth, was meant to be out in June. Um, but it's now out in 
August. Um, for a moment, I thought it was out in February, but that's because I can't read American dates. Um, so that is the 2nd of the 8th, not the 8th of the 2nd. Um, I mean, I do have an unannounced novella coming out from Subterranean. That's going to be at the end of the year. So that's super mysterious and cool. Um, so that's like a, your own little mystery for readers to go and look up. Um, and, uh, yep, yep, I'm, I'm having uh, Jonathan nodding at me wisely. So, you know, that's not for you readers. That's for me. Um, but, yeah, those are the things I've got coming out. And instead of Harrow coming out, we do have a little pick-me-up for readers and that I'm also publishing a short story in the Gideon the Ninth Universe. So that's going to be out the original date. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, we always were going to do something with short stories in the universe, but we're bringing that forward um, just for the disappointment of two fans and my mum. <laughs> no, I think there's more than two fans. I think there's more. So this will be on tour.com? This will be on tour.com. So oh, yeah. as ever, you can peruse their website. I'm sure they will be. The readers will will, will come flocking, particularly the ones who are, who are ready to read Harrow the Ninth in, <laughs> in June and are going, I've got to wait till yep. August. Sorry, guys. I will say, I've seen them, I mean, having seen the cover, gorgeous covers you're getting. You know, uh, I thought they were gorgeous, and then I heard that Tommy Arnold, who has done all the covers, um, he did the second one with a busted hand. So he just kind of learned to redraw with his wrong hand. So now I feel like, oh, yeah, fine, read my book. I don't care. Look at the cover <laughs> drawn by a guy with a busted hand. You know, that's something we really need to celebrate here. I think I just put his name on the cover. Cross out Harrow the Night, Thames and Muir. Tommy Arnold did this with a busted hand. <laughs> oh, well, it sounds like it's going to be a, f even if we're shut in for too long, it sounds like it's going to be a full year. Yep. Lots to yep. read. So, Lots to yeah. read. Lots to read. Well, look, thank you for making time, you know, to, to take 10 minutes with us today. I really well, genuinely appreciate me. it. Oh, no, it's been a joy. And hopefully somewhere down, you know, we'll hear more about the books, uh, you know, further in, on in the year. Maybe we'll come back and have a longer conversation about Harrow and, and the whole Gideon verse, you know, then. But for now, thank you very much. Thank you for having me and uh, have a good pandemic. 